We got another one. Miami Hurricanes get a big-time verbal commit from one of the top tight ends in the class. From Sin City to the Magic City, Elijah Lofton, welcome to the U! You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday. I'm Alex Dono, your host, University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor for allhurricanes.com. Thank you so much to the everydayers. And yes, we have now the 11th verbal commit for the class of 2024 for the Miami Hurricanes. Four-star tight end out of a football powerhouse, Bishop Gorman in Las Vegas. Elijah Lofton on Thursday night gave his verbal pledge to the Miami Hurricanes. Gets a lot of comparisons to Brevin Jordan, former great Miami tight end, who happened to go to that very same high school to help us break this all down. Let's bring in our recruiting expert, recruiting overlord, we call him. Brian Smith is with us. Brian, thank you so much for taking the time, sir. How you doing? Doing well, and it's always fun to break down some commitments. And the study that I've done on Lofton, Brian, the thing that stands out to me about this young man is the versatility. This kid loves to block. This guy, and, and I had a chat with him, uh, with Larry Bluestein. I had a chat about him, and the way Blue said it was, he's willing to put his body on the line to help his team. This young man loves to block. That is a really rare thing in our society today. Going out of your way for somebody else instead of yourself. Let's be honest. We're in a pretty <laughs> self-centered society. This kid doesn't look at it that way. I, I put it in my report on all hurricanes. I'm like, look, this kid is really good with the ball in his hands. He can catch and all that. But the best work he does is when he's blocking on a screen or just taking out a linebacker for the running back. He, he plays H-back. He plays fullback. He plays slot. He plays tight end. He is a nightmare for teams because you don't know where he's going to line up. And then he, he really gets it done in the blocking. And by the way, uh, congrats to Cody Waddell, Miami's new tight ends coach, because this becomes the first commitment he's gotten for his position group. And Elijah Lofton, he's going to make this room better, Brian. And, you know, we used to call Miami tight end you. And, you know, you have Jackson Carver and Riley Williams who are entering their true freshman seasons. And Lofton's going to be joining them in 2024. Safe to say the future is really bright for that tight end room. Kind of hard not to like where it's going, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> if you've watched any film, which obviously I watch a lot and I've seen Riley live, they can all catch. They all have the right kind of frame. They're all versatile. This is what you need to push the depth chart. You need as many good players as possible. They'll sort it out themselves and they'll find their own niche. But Miami is a lot better at tight end right now than they were, let's say, a year ago at this time. Let's talk a little bit more about Elijah Lofton as a pass catcher, Brian. Um Anything unique he brings to the table in that regard? Yes, actually. Uh, his film, now he plays for Gorman, which is a lot like an STA or something like that. Very well coached. They fear nobody. They're scheduled. They'll go play whoever, wherever. And he just did a little bit of everything out wide, which surprised me. He, he played split in. They'd throw fades to him. He'd take the ball away from other guys. And then on like the next play, he'd be a fullback. I don't think I've ever seen a guy that was that versatile. Wow. It was really unique, and he's 215, 220, something like that. But I don't think he really needs to add a whole lot of size because I think it's to his benefit 
to stay a little bit smaller so he can move out to the, the edges. And I mean, trying to block a safety or corner is different than hitting a linebacker. And in the screen game, again, that's where he's really good. They put him at slot, run a toss or a quick throw to the running back or something really basic. But when you maul the guy in front of you and give that guy some space, you know, it's second and five, second and three, uh, all offensive coordinators like that. So they have a really unique guy because if you just worry about him doing that, that's when he would catch the big pass down the field. They'd get him isolated on a safety. He could run routes and he had great hands in traffic. I mean, very complete player for a high school kid. It's still got a year left. It's, it's really impressive. Love to hear that. Brian Smith joins us, uh, the official scout of the Locked On Podcast Network, who does an awesome job breaking all this stuff down. Uh, we're going to talk about now where Miami stands in the 24-7 recruiting rankings. They're climbing up that table slowly but surely. And we've talked all week about uh, a short but sweet list of official visitors coming in. It's not nearly as massive as last week's list. But there's been a new addition to that list over the past 24 hours, an offensive tackle that I really like, and I think Alex Mirabal really likes him, who just became available again as of yesterday. So we have a lot more to talk about here with Brian Smith. You want to keep it locked to Locked on Canes. My legs look fantastic today, and I'm keeping cool in this summer heat. I think it's going to be like a record hot day in South Florida today. I'm going to try to stay inside as much as I can. But when I do go outside... You know I'm going to be wearing these Bird Dogs shorts. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh, and they give your leg a truly sculpted look. Bird Dogs shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but folks, they fit way better. I've tried them both. They fit way better than those regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fixed that issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but it stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement bird dogs also they use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long my friends so go to birddogs.com slash locked on college and then you get a free yeti style tumbler as well with your order i love this thing i use this thing every day that's birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free yeti style tumbler you won't want to take your bird dogs off we promise you. Thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen today. Make Locked On's NBA Mock Draft special your second listen. It's here and it's bigger than ever. Follow along the entire first round in a six-episode ultimate mock draft experience only Locked On can deliver. All episodes are available now on Locked On NBA Big Board on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we're here with Brian Smith. So, Brian, a late addition to the official visits list is offensive tackle three-star out of Jacksonville, Florida, Andrew Jackson High, Derek Plaz. Now, Plaz is someone Miami was recruiting pretty heavily, uh, but he recently verbally committed to Penn State, and I think the timing of it shocked a lot of people. It might have even shocked Derek himself because last night he walked that Penn State commitment back. He decommitted, reopened his recruitment, and quickly scheduled a Miami official visit for this weekend. So Derek Plaz, who uh, measures out at six foot five, about two hundred seventy pounds, he is now going to be visiting Miami this weekend. Do you think this is is this a must get for Alex Mirabal? How much do you think the Canes should like this guy? Great athlete. Uh, the only question I have is where is he going to play on the offensive line? He's a kid that's still going to need to add some weight. Yeah, but the athleticism and the upside is really high. 
offensive line is always a bear to try to figure out how good somebody's going to be. It's where you get the most misses on the projections, but the athleticism is there. And of course, anybody like Mirabal who wants to pin and pull and move guys around, there's going to be some guys like this on your roster. The fact that they still went after him after he committed to Penn State kind of does all the intel for you that you need. They didn't have to. I mean, they had five really good offensive line recruits last year, so they could be picky. And they're still going after a guy even after he committed to Penn State. What's that tell you? Mm. And they may not take more than three. They could take four. It kind of depends on who they would be this year. But they're they're looking for versatility, and they're looking for athleticism. That's one of the things Mario's talked about in press conferences. They needed an upgrade, and they started that with the 23 class. If they can get guys like this to back that up, then Miami will be good for the foreseeable future. That's that's what you need. You need back-to-back classes. I don't think there's any doubt that Miami really wants him because they went back into it. The only other thing I wonder about is what's the kid's timeline now? Right. And does he just want to and, – and I would get it if he wanted to wait a little while. Because, you know, you don't want to make two and then decide again to decommit. So that's my only question, and I'm kind of curious what the vibe is after he gets back from Miami. Now, Miami has another offensive lineman visiting, and I'm very intrigued by this prospect. He grew up in Germany, um, you know, plays high school ball now at North Cross School in Roanoke, Virginia, and that's – they call him Schmo, Moritz Schmorenzer. Uh, you know, I, I think the opportunities for, like, NIL for Schmo – would be endless oh, if he comes God. down here. Wouldn't it be? Uh, Wouldn't it be? And I, I was watching a little bit of Schmo's tape, and, and this dude, he's got great range, and he he blocks with some nastiness, Brian. And obviously, growing up internationally, uh, I think that the upside and the ceiling is, is a lot higher than what he's gotten to to this point. International football, anytime I've watched film, has been interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. But he's already come over and he, he's actually gotten some technique and he's a big guy. He's like 290, something like that. And he actually had pretty decent feet and he wasn't just some big lug out there leaning on people. <laughs> but is he anywhere near finished? Uh, right. No. right. So offensive line coaches love that stuff. Alex Mirabal is no different. They want to try and develop a guy and get him to that next level. That's the challenge. And it's, I think just great that they're not just looking at the kids like in Florida or Georgia, or whatever they recruit nationally for offensive linemen and looking for the fit for their program. This one's interesting. I hope they get him just for guys like you and me to talk about this stuff. Like the side part, the sidebars, to a college football roster can be massive, but it doesn't get yeah. bigger than a guy from Europe. I mean, I mean, I'm sure we would have all kinds of fun with that. I can't wait to interview him if he does come to Miami. So let's see what happens. And I want to remind folks that, yeah, you do have uh, Miami, another big weekend of official visits that is starting today and throughout the weekend. If anything happens or if we hear any feedback on how the visits, especially for five-star defensive tackle Justin Scott, how his visit's going, and four-star running back Kevin Riley, who Brian and I are both big fans of, and everybody's a fan of Justin Scott. That goes without saying. Whenever we hear something, you guys are going to be the first to hear about it, especially if you take your everyday or experience to the next level and you join our exclusive subtext SMS service. Uh, I'm including the link in the show description below if you want to sign up. You get SMS texts to your phone directly from my phone. I give you guys show updates and notes, recruiting updates, all kinds of breaking news whenever it comes down. Uh, it's completely free for the first 14 days. Then if you want to opt in after two weeks, $4.99 a month, we give you a lot of added value there. So click the link in the show description below. 
and uh, we'll do emergency episodes if need be. Miami, by the way, uh, according to 24-7, after the addition of Elijah Lofton, welcome to the U. Hurricanes now are number 26 in the country in the class of 2024. Obviously, they're hoping to land some more big-time blue chippers and, and improve that ranking because I'm just looking in the ACC. Miami is a spot behind Virginia Tech at the moment. I do expect Miami to finish ahead of Virginia Tech. And Duke, who's in front of them right now, Wake Forest is at number 20. I know Cle Florida State at number 11, North Carolina at number 10 right now, uh, Pittsburgh at nine, Clemson at eight, and I think that's all for the ACC. So Miami is still behind several ACC schools in the class rankings, but I I'm expecting Miami to finish in front of most of them. Obviously, you'll be battling the likes of Florida State and Clemson in those recruiting rankings, but I expect Miami to definitely finish ahead of the others that we're talking about. Brian Smith, follow this man on Twitter at FBScout underscore Florida. Thank you so much for the insight as always, sir. Enjoy your weekend coming up. Thank you, sir. I will talk to you soon. Always a good time with Brian. Folks, we will talk to you again. I'm sure we'll talk to you this weekend on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.